Thanks for checking into today's episode about how to grow in Jesus Christ. Today we want to look at the uh, the aspect of enlightened. Uh, before we go with there, I just quickly want to summarize what we've seen in the last four episodes about growth in Christ. So we looked at the importance and the role of the Word and also of the Holy Spirit for the purpose on how we can grow to produce fruits and to grow to have more power to witness. So the growth is for us, but a lot of the growth is intended to serve others, to produce fruits, to witness, uh, to tell the good news to others. Now, in this episode, we are taking a close look at Paul's perspective on what do Christians need to grow. And we're going to study uh, two areas of scripture today around Ephesians 1 and 3. And this is about Paul actually praying for Christians. He prays for the Ephesians. He prays for uh, new converts that are in the process of growing. And so we see Paul's heart, Paul's insight about what to pray for so those Christians would grow. And we see there also several areas that he is uh, lifting up to the Lord, saying um, that they may get a hold, they may get a grasp on those things. And this was gained towards believers this was gained towards new christians and so this is highly applicable if you accepted jesus christ and if you want to grow this is fully applicable for each of us now we take a close look and the first scripture i want to guide us to is ephesians 1 uh, verse 15 this is why since i heard about your faith in the lord jesus and your law for all the saints I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. So he pointing out two areas. He was um, proud of them. And that was faith in the Lord Jesus and the love for others, the love for the saints. And then he's opening up saying um, that he remembers them in his prayers. Now, Ephesians 1.17 starts, I pray, this was a prayer Paul recorded, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So he prays that they receive the Holy Spirit, it can't just be the Holy Spirit, to grow in knowledge. So that the Holy Spirit would show them things, would reveal them things. They would get revelation and and of what? About the knowledge of him. So they would know him. If we keep going here, verse 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart. This is not literally that there's an eye on the heart. But this means that our inner being may be enlightened. So that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints. So he wants us to have an understanding that he wants us to be enlightened about him, about the gospel, about his word, about his love. He 
puts an emphasis on enlightened. Now, this word enlightened got really taken out of context the last couple of decades as New Age beliefs come up. This has nothing to do with New Age here. This enlightened uh, is an old Greek word. It, it actually was called phototio, and it means to bring to light or to become clear to everybody or to give us a deeper understanding. John 1.9 calls Jesus the true light. Revelation 21.23 talks about the new Jerusalem and not in need of the sun as the glory of God illuminates it or enlightens it. That's the same word there. And it calls also out that Jesus is actually being the Lamb that will bring that light to the new Jerusalem or to us Christians who will live in that new city. So as we are in him, we are also able to shine and to grow in the light, to be enlightened. So he prays that they will be enlightened, that they would see clear and it will become clear to others. Now, if you keep going here, what is he praying that they are enlightened on? Um, again, Ephesians 1, verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. So he wants us to know our calling, the hope of our calling, and what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints. So he wants to us to know that we know the inheritance that was given by God, that was bought through Jesus Christ and handed off to us. And what is the immeasurable, verse 19, greatness of his power. He wants us to know his power towards us who believe according to the mighty working of his strength. So here are those areas. He wants us to know about the calling. He wants us to know about our inheritance, who we are in Christ, what belongs to us, what was given to us, what authority was given to us. And he wants us to be clear about his power, that we are aware of his resurrection power. So all those areas have a lot to do with faith. And as we did read at the opening, uh, Paul recognized them about their faith and how they grow in trust or in hope and in all those areas, so that we would be strengthened in our faith, that we would be able to persevere uh, attacks uh, of the enemy, and that we would be strong as Christians in, in the things he tells us to do. So this is a very strong area. And if you're under attack right now, if you're... Uh, in defeat, or if you feel, oh, I'm, I'm so not clear, or I'm confused, or, or I need more faith, you can apply this prayer of Paul to your own life. Just personalize it. And if I say personalize it, it's really simple. Just read it and implement either your name or implement the name of somebody else you pray for um, and and pray it. And, and so you, you can pray that I pray, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give me, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of my heart 
may be enlightened so that I may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards me who believe according to the mighty working of his strength. So this is personalizing those prayers. This one and the one we're going to just look at in a minute. Uh, it's very powerful. Write it up, put your name in there, um, and, and read this out loud and confess that over your life. It will produce change. Uh, it will uh, latch on, and your eyes of your heart will have more understanding. Let's now go to the second area in Ephesians 3. Verse 13.3.14 Again, Paul starts off with a prayer. For this reason I kneel before the Father, or I start to pray, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. And then he said, I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his Spirit. So again, strengthening power through his spirit and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So again, strong around power, faith, strength through the spirit. I pray, and here's the second section now, that you being rooted and firmly established in love. Faith is vain without Love. Love is the ultimate beginning and end of Christian life. God is love. Jesus gave his life in love for us, for you, for me. And so we are asked to walk in love towards God, towards others, towards us. Love is the ultimate platform for Christian being for Christian life, for Christian success, for shining, shining to others. That light we shine is love. So I pray that you being rooted and firmly established in love, and now he comes again twice, uh, Ephesians 3.18, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is in the length and width and height and depth of God's love. Interesting enough, this is almost four-dimensional here. Length, width, height, depth of what? Of God's love. So he wants us to comprehend all those dimensions of God's love. We will never fully comprehend that, but the more we comprehend, the more we will be able to give, the more we will be able to act in love, to react in love, to not get in anger, do not get in hatred, do not get into racist spills. And not to curse, but to react in God's love. We are in his love. His love is shed in our hearts. And so here he prays that the saints or the Christians are understanding, comprehending God's love. Ephesians 3.19 And to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So he wants us to be full with God's love. He wants us to realize Christ's love that surpasses knowledge. 
we can have all the knowledge that there is um, if we do not have love we will not be successful so same thing here if you are struggling in an area let's say on love use and personalize those um, that prayer of Paul and you can say Ephesians 3 17 I pray that I being rooted and firmly established in love that I might be able to comprehend with all my brothers and sisters what is the length and width and height and depth of God's love that I may know or understand Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that I may be filled with all the fullness of God. I am filled with all the fullness of God and I pray that you who are listening are filled with God's fullness, with God's love. If you want to know more, check us out of www.impact.host. Thanks for listening.